The following program, Around the Town Chicago, is sponsored by Alan Breslov, and to the extent applicable, their guests. The views and opinions expressed therein do not necessarily reflect those of NewsWeb Radio Company or its management. Around the Town Chicago, your reach to the entertainment and restaurants of Chicago is brought to you in part by Point Pest Control. P-O-I-N-T-E, Pest Control. Easy on Mother Nature, hard on pests. That's pointpestcontrol.net. Meal Village, bringing you fresh meals with no contracts. Visit www.mealvillage.com. The offices of State Farm Agent Dan De La Cruz, 630-516-0092-847-324-9595. And the good folks at Darwin Furniture, serving Chicago for over 100 years. That's Darwin, D-A-R-V-I-N dot com. And welcome to Around the Town Chicago. I'm Frank Metcha. I'm actually filling in for L, who is, you wouldn't believe it, take, took his first vacation in 15 years. Him and Jane are in Israel, and they're celebrating their granddaughter's bat mitzvah. But we found somebody to take a big seat, and it's definitely not me, but the big seat is that great author and host of tons of shows in Chicago on the competition station, Paul Lesnick. Thanks for Frank, being it's on the all show. the applause and everything I'm getting, which I is know. so nice. I'm sure you watched my show this morning. I won't, Sean, won't say the network. We don't want to get in trouble if I say WGN, so <laughs> I don't want to say that, to, because that would get us in trouble. I'm thinking by now, Al is probably Prime Minister of Israel. He's He's been there maybe a couple of hours. Knowing Al, he's everywhere. We even talked about it Friday night when we were at, the, uh, at a play in Skokie, and I said to him, are you going to see a play while you're there. He goes, I'm going to be at a kibbutz. I'm going to be with the family. But, you know, I might find an afternoon free. <laughs> you don't think, but probably Fiddler on the Roof. And then he'll get on the <laughs> By now, he's probably passed out around the town mugs to the entire Knesset, which is the legislature in, in Israel, you know, because you can see him doing that. Can you see him on a kibbutz? Not working. <laughs> I can see him striking some deals with some of the folks who are doing the work. And I can see. He is a dealer, realtor. But Al will be back in two weeks. Yeah. So next week we're going to do the best of. And so in three years we actually have enough for a best of. And that will be on Christmas Day. And then on New Year's Day, Al comes back the day before and it will be live. And we'll have a lot more gifts to give away and all that. Unless he's still running Israel. Unless in which he's case, still running Israel. I'll get a phone call. <laughs> or the plane's high. Right. Or he decides he loves it too much, he's not coming back. Exactly. But we can still do the same stuff, even though he's not here today. We've because got theater you know and restaurants to talk about. you got a lot that you've done. We've yeah. actually had dinner this week yes. at some good places. So let's talk about the first show that's going around that... Um, White Christmas. Yeah, but Music Theater Works. At Music Theater Works. Right. And, you know, the, some of the stuff they've done has not been up to par lately, but this shows what they're really true. Remember when they were light opera works? Yeah, oh, absolutely. And, and yeah, a lot of people didn't know that this is the subsequent organization, Music Theater Works, in a beautiful facility in Skokie. I love the, the theater. It's a wonderful theater, great seats, so you have plenty of leg room. And it 
You know what? If you need to get into the Christmas spirit or in the holiday spirit, to be honest, because tonight starts um, Hanukkah, so happy Hanukkah. Oh, thank you very much. I should be with Alan Israel, but I'm not. You should be getting, what, seven days of gifts or eight days? Eight days. It's eight. And and you brought me in one today, Frank, so that's seven to go. (laughs) And I gave you a little early gift for for Christmas. So hopefully, people, you can start sending those gifts as soon as possible. (laughs) Yes, care of. Care of. By the way, did you know for White Christmas, I was was, uh, offered a role in that? show what i didn't know that you can sing too i well i I try but i would have been i don't think i would have had to for this role but they actually offered me the role of general waverly that i can almost see you in that which would have been fun to be yeah in uniform i could the schedule the rehearsals the performance schedule with my schedule it just didn't work general yeah he doesn't sing and you know the only problem that's why i didn't do it i wanted to sing the only problem i had with the general and that's just because of my military background if you're going to make him a general do the uniform right. You do not mix medals and badges together. Oh, did they really? Is it, well, <laughs> I don't know the difference. I would have I would have schmatas I would put over my neck, though, I think. I've got nice medallions and things I could have made work. Yeah, I would have had more glitz and gold. But you know what? He was a wonderful person. It was um, Brian Rooney, played yeah. um, the general, did an excellent job. But the main characters... I really thought I saw Danny Kaye on stage. Um, And they, of course, were in the movies in the 50s. In the 50s. Phil Davis and Bob Wallace. Those two two characters, they were were played by Tommy Thurston and, um, oh, who's the other one? Uh, Hogan. Well, Tommy's great. He's done done work at Theo, uh, Theo Bouquet and stuff. They're just a a great cast. He has that perfect smile. Yeah. He just had that smile. This is a typical good romance. It's an Irving Berlin romance. Right. Guy and girl finally meet, guy and girl break up, guy and girl come back. But it's, Do you know why they created the show? No. Because uh, Bing Crosby had a hit with White Christmas, which was first shown in a, in a movie. Called, this could be a good trivia question, but we'll have mm-hmm. one for them, uh, which was in a show called Holiday Inn. And But White Christmas was such a huge hit, they actually wrote the movie for the song. And, of course, it gave us all these other fantastic songs that are in White Christmas. And you know what? I should have known that because I did see... Um, both productions then, because yeah. I did see um, Holiday Inn, mm-hmm. and then now there's White Christmas. So yeah. I can see the similarities there. It's an excellent production. It's um, it's only playing until January 1st. Um, it's at the um, North Shore Performing Arts Center. Um, it's a wonderful show. And I do have a trivia question. Ooh. And here's the you first You they one. can win tickets? They can win a ticket. I love this. And I'm not even going to tell you what the ticket is until you win it. But but, but to our first hundredth caller. <laughs> right. You know, we get so many. <laughs> first. first. Who introduced the Christmas tree to society? If you can give me that answer. Who introduced? No, this is not about White Christmas. This is not about the show. That's no. a general historical yeah, this question. This is a general historical question. Who introduced the Christmas tree? Yes. So whoever can call in with that, we've got a great little gift. This is not a gift. I see Paul, a, by the way. He's kind of that's mulling his head over right now, kind of wondering who that is. And it's this is not an Al gift. This is mine because somebody oh. gave me two certificates. So I said, you know what? I'll give them as gifts. Just, I can win them then, right? If it's, you can definitely right. win it. I have no idea what the answer is, though. We'll have Paul call in. With <laughs> <laughs> I got when I say Paul. Now, somebody when they like, Paul oh, wins it, we're okay. I'm making a new. How do I know Paul Senior from Paul Junior? <laughs> <laughs> Why did you point to me when you said Senior? Well, you got some gray. Oh. Wait, ask him to take the hat off and see what he's got. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's got, got a lot of hair. A lot of hair in the other Paul. Okay, so. 
but you've seen White Christmas before, so oh, yeah, that yeah. should be great. And the, but there is a. Uh, are we doing tickets? Uh, yes, tri- yes. We got a trivia question for that. Can I ask the question? Yes, go ahead. So and it's it's all of course in the review, which is in AroundTheTownChicago.com. So just check out that column because the question is who did the choreography? And I understand, Frank, the choreography was incredible. I love a good dance routine, singing routine, and I love when it has a lot of glitter and yeah. lights. That makes the whole show. This had it, and they really, it's just like chorus line. Now it's drags until the very end, and then you come out with all the glitter. This show did it throughout, and they did a great, great job. So, and I got the name here, and I don't want to say it. So, yeah, right. Well, say it. So, who did the choreography? So, if you have that answer, call in at seven seven three seven six three nine two seven eight, and that's for two tickets to the show. Or tell us who invented the Christmas tree or who created it if you want a Frank gift. And see, you got another one. See, now the other thing I liked about the show is the piano scene. Now, in the movie, they used a real piano. Yeah. Here, they had this little tiny piano, which was done so beautifully while he was playing it. So, it's really a great show. So it's my I'm, favorite from movies. It's my favorite Christmas movie. I watch it every Christmas. I just love the Bing Crosby, Danny Kaye version of it. You know, and there's like those five shows that I have to watch every season to get into. And this one put me in the mood, even though we went to a lot of uh, shows this yeah. season. There's so many playing yeah. right now. We've got, uh, we've got a caller who might have an answer for you, Frank. Oh, really? So let's, let's find out. Hey, Mike is calling from Niles. Hey, Mike. Hey, what's going on there, Frank? I, I'm doing well. How are you doing, Mike? Okay, but on that Christmas tree now, you're not looking for a person's name. You're no. just wondering the origin, correct? Yes. That would be Germany. Very wow, good. It. See, look good at job, that. Mike. The, but you do yeah. have a name, right, Frank? I mean, you the, you gave a name with Germany. You told me about that. Oh, the before. Tannenbaum. The they Tannenbaum. Called it, the, the, they called it, in German, it was called the Tannenbaum. Which sounds Jewish to me, so maybe it was, <laughs> the Christmas tree was Jewish originally, Mike. I don't know. You know it was called the Hanukkah bush. And then, <laughs> the Hanukkah bush, and then they grew up, and Hanukkah Harry, and all that. So, yes. So, what is what does Mike win? He's going to get, I've got you a great uh, gift certificate from McDonald's. You can order as much as you want, uh, so that way you can really pile up on their food. So... Wow. So you get to go to McDonald's. All right, Mike, stay on, right? And uh, is it Devin's going to take your name and address? I definitely need your address because I'm mailing these out today. Okay, no problem. We'll meet you you for for lunch if if you, you know. I'm buying. Oh, Oh, I love it. Don't use this. Then give me the certificates and you buy lunch. (laughs) Happy holidays, Michael. Wonderful holiday. Thanks a bunch, guys. Okay, so that now brings us to our next show. Right. Although, uh, although we're still waiting for the choreography answer, oh, yeah. right? We still have two well, tickets to White Christmas to give away. the whole show to tell us that answer. Exactly, to call in for that. Uh, but we're going to be uh, talking about another show coming up. We've got a guest coming up here in just yes. a moment. And uh, what show is this one? Did, did you ever see... Um, that's Little Whorehouse? Yeah, I was there. I was there on opening night for this one, which is playing at Theo Ubuque. Really incredible. I sat with Al, of course, at our uh, our usual table. And uh, he had his usual, I should make a trivia question, what did he drink? But it was vodka. Uh, <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, and I just, you know, give me a cup of coffee. But anyway, and Jane had coffee. She thought my coffee looked good. Best Little Whorehouse in Texas actually started as a musical back in, it opened on Broadway on my birthday, June 19th, 1978. My birthday is not that year, but yeah. June 1978, the 46th Street Theater. You know who did the choreography back then of that of the Broadway oh show? Oh, my God. You no, know, it's yeah. a huge he's, name. I'll tell he's you. He's really pulling up my little notes. Uh, well, it's, it's Tommy Toon. <laughs> oh, Tommy Toon. And he wanted... He Was wanted, that one of his first before he did... Uh, chorus line and all that then, right? Uh, well, Tommy didn't do chorus line. That was Michael Bennett, oh. uh, but uh, which was in 76, I think. But, I mean, Tommy's been around quite quite a while. He's he's in his 80s now. Yeah. Uh, 
But yeah, but he, but anyway, he did that for Best Little Whorehouse and uh, was just uh, th- this show. What in in the usual Theo Ubuque small space, Very a tiny. big show, and they really pulled it off quite nicely. We're going to talk to one of the stars in just a moment because that show has a lot of dancing in it too. Oh, absolutely! And it's like, how do they do it among those tables? And you didn't spill your coffee, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, and it's funny you say that because. They they um, they will bring on. Uh, they'll sit on your table. They for us they put uh, some some things on the table as props for the show. But they use the space, you know, everywhere they got to go, and you just kind of got to go with the flow. Uh, and you you know you never know one of the uh, ladies of the night uh, might be talking to you uh, during that show. Most people don't know if you've never seen little. Um Little whorehouse, little whorehouse in Texas. Whorehouse yeah. in Texas. I hate using that word. Isn't it like I'm calling people a whore? But it basically, <laughs> it's actually based on a true story yeah. that took place um, in, of all places, Texas. Right. You know, of course it would happen there. Right. And it was called the, the Chicken Ranch. And, That's right. Um, and by the way, it was made a movie. People probably don't remember the Broadway show, but they probably remember the movie made in 1982. Dolly Parton, Burt Reynolds, Don DeLuise, yes. my old friend oh. Jim Neighbors was in it as well. You knew Jim I knew Neighbors. Jim. I knew Jim, and it was a, a great. He was not Gomer Pyle. He was a great guy. Well, Gomer was a great guy too, but Jim Jim was not that character. He was uh, quite quite. Again, we'll talk about him some other time. And he was a great singer too. So yeah. you know, he, so he had a beautiful. But voice. you know, you know what's amazing if you see the movie. This show is a bit of a shock because the language in it, and it, it, they clearly cleaned it up for the sake of the movie. I, I believe that. Oh, that for the movie they had to. Yeah. But when you get Dolly Parton in there too, and so I'm sure she played the major, the main role of was it? Miss she did Miss Mona. Miss Mona. Mona, and that yeah. That so. Uh, and now, I know who, we're, we're now, waiting who, for our star to join us. We we do have. Let me know, uh, uh, Paul, when she's on. But we do have a caller. We can take this. Might be for the trivia oh, question. So Cindy's from Oak Park. Hey, hey Cindy, Cindy, I'm Paul, and I'm with Frank. Hi. Um, I believe the choreography or choreographer was um, Robert Altman. A L T O N. No, not for you. You're talking about the the uh, the current production at music music theater works. Yeah, we got. Oh, Joe. No, no, no. Oh, you you mean no, the I'm, original? I'm like- the White Christmas movie. Oh, the White no, Christmas movie. No, we're going for the, the musical at uh, Music Theater Works, but if you're looking at AroundTheTownChicago.com, you'll find the answer right there. You want a chance to find it? Are you still on that website? <clears throat> Did you get onto our website? Uh-oh. Well, you know, this is Around the Town, so nobody goes home without being a winner. Exactly. So, you win Frank. <laughs> you, get, you get me for dinner. No. Um, let's see if we can make it easy for you. Um... In the Catholic Church, when somebody goes in, they take their hands, they place it on their head, and then they place it on their chest, and then on both shoulders. What is that called? The sign of the cross. Very good. You got the last right. name. <laughs> well, Cindy, hey, he just made you a winner. So you've got you've got two tickets. Now, if you knew the name of the choreographer, should we say it, Frank? Because yes. we won't have time to get back. So Clayton Cross, that's the name we were looking for, did incredible choreography. But hang on, Devin's going to get your name and address. We're going to get you two tickets uh, to, to go see White Christmas. How about that? Thank you so much. You're welcome. Have a great holiday. I feel like Al Breslov. I'm like giving things away. He's not even here. Yeah, see, and, and Paul will tell you, we we always give things away. Nobody is a loser on this show. I love it. It's always so, Christmas on this show. It's, it's always, always Christmas. Christmas so this. we've been talking about Best Little Whorehouse in Texas, and you mentioned Dolly Parton, who played Miss Mona. Well, guess what? Joining us now for a little bit is the is the actor who plays Miss Mona here really? at Theo Ubuque. I've interviewed her before. She's incredible. And Sheridan Smith joins us. And welcome to the show. 
Welcome. Hi. How are you doing? Thank you so much. And this I'm works. Doing well. I saw you opening night and asked you if you would join us for this. You said yes because you do have a performance, but thank goodness, finally, it's not a matinee today. You've got a performance tonight. Right. And actually, you know what? This weekend I had to miss the performances that was understood from the beginning. So we have Kathy Pick, Pixley going on as Miss Mona tonight. So, um, and actually, she is crushing it. So I, I'm very excited that she's uh, been able to step into the role wow. uh, just this weekend. Yeah. People, yeah. people don't re- realize the role of the understudy. This can either make or break them. You know, they're always hoping that you get sick or break a leg, but <laughs> this time it's for a good reason. She's Listen, in, on. The back during the original yeah. Funny Girl, Lainey Kazan understudied Barbara Streisand waiting for that break every night, and Barbara never gave it to her. <laughs> But, but Anne, so I last we talked, you were starring in Once Upon a Mattress as Queen Agravain, yeah. also yeah. at the Obuke. Uh, but but here's the thing. You were also, um, some time back ago, you were in 9 to 5, the musical. So you've got this Dolly Parton thing going on for you. <laughs> yes. It has been really cool. I mean, her the music is awesome. And, um, yeah, I really enjoyed the sisterhood, actually, that comes out of these experiences. Yeah, so uh, I-, I think... There's a lot of that going on in in both 9 to 5 and in Best Little Whorehouse. Yeah. So I I mentioned earlier that if people have seen the movie, I have to, you know, give them a little fair warning. It it is, you know, I mean, people love it. It's great for family entertainment, but there is some rough language in it. I mean, it is it this this is going back to the Broadway version. People may may not remember. So uh, do you get reactions from the audience who are like, hey, I saw the movie. I didn't didn't remember all this, you know, some of this language. Honestly, I haven't heard that yet. I haven't heard anyone mention the language, but I do think that they are reacting to the idea that it is a a bit more grounded and gritty than they expected it to be because they're only familiar with the movie. And, uh, and so, you know, and I'm, I'm, I'm happy about that. I, I think that's great because it, it gives everyone a sense of real people, three dimensional human beings who are going through something that I think it brings a little more reality to the situation, even though it really is a romp. You know, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, and it's a great cast, and i got to do a shout-out to your sort of partner in crime, Cynthia Carter, who plays Miss Jewel. She's wonderful. Oh, yes, and I just love working with her on stage. Uh, day one, she just gave me the hugest hug. It was like, we're a team. We're in this. <laughs> we're a team. <laughs> How do you like working on yeah. this show? You've been in that space before, but this, again, a big show. There's, as Frank was talking, there's choreography, there's dancing all over the place. Do you like working in the intimate space of Theo Ubuque? It's on Howard Street in Evanston. Do you like that space? I do. I do love the space. I, I like the opportunity to uh, find ways to engage directly with audience members who are sort of sitting around us. I mean, there's... because they're practically on the stage with us, as you've experienced, and I think um, if you don't embrace it, you're kind of missing out on an opportunity. It's the whole point. You know? Oh, yeah, because yeah. normally you're on a stage, so you're looking at the audience. Here, you're within the audience yeah. because they're all around you. And by the way, th- this, I think, yeah. is the first show without your former musical director, who was there for a million years, Jeremy, uh, who stepped away. The, the the music in this show, with the tip of the hat to Jeremy, because he was incredible, but they're really wonderful. We get a lot of focus for them in this show. Yes, and, um, you know, certainly Jeremy's myth. Um, it was nice, though, to have an all-female team, creative team, uh, came to the director, the music director, and the choreographer. 
uh, even the production manager and the stage manager, you know. Um, it's really nice to have an all-female team working with this material and, and giving it the kind of agency and thought um, that it, I think um, makes it more relevant today. Uh, so it was wonderful. it's been wonderful having Isabella Isherwood as our music director for this project. And in terms of your role, you're kind of the, well, you know, you're running the whorehouse, so <laughs> this is your place, but um, you're well known. Frank was mentioning earlier, this is based on a true story. Do you, do you do research into all of that, or is it just, it doesn't really matter because it's just the fun that the show is? Oh, no, we definitely did research on it. And actually, uh, the assistant director, Lillian Castillo, Lillian Castillo sorry, I'm talking too fast, um, she did a lot of the dramaturgy, and uh, it helped a great deal, I think. Uh, just kind of gave us some understanding of why a, you know, why a particular phrase or mention was in that uh, script. You know, you can see where the writers pulled uh, some of the, the real story into it, while at the same time, they kind of ignored other things, you know, like the timing. Um, you know, as I understand it, the the um, place opened in 1905 and closed in 1973. Um, the, the movie is set in, in 19, like 1980. Um, the Broadway musical was 1978. We kind of stuck with the 78 time period, um, rather than kind of pulling it back into the early 70s or even late 60s, um, or, or I guess 1973, when it closed is what this is focused on. Um, and and so you'll see that the, the costumes, the, the vernacular, all of that is a little bit more 78, <laughs> and that those years do make a difference. Well, you're right, because um, as I, you give us clues in the script. Now, I don't know if this is original to the script, given what you've just said in terms of the chosen time period, but there are references your character makes to JFK. Um, so then I thought for a little while, well, okay, maybe they're setting this back in the late 60s or something, and then there's a reference to Reagan, so we know we're later than that. Yeah, so you do give us, some, you give us some clues in that script as to when this is. Yes, and it kind of bounces around. So we're just, um, you know, we had to um, uh, land Fleming had pick a pick a year and stick to it. And I, I like that she picked the, that year um, because that's when it was on Broadway. And I think that kind of this script is reflecting that. Yeah. And, and by the way, this has one of the most beautiful songs ever in a Broadway show. I think a lot of people may not even know this was from Best Little Whorehouse in Texas. And, and you, you joined the song sort of later on into the number. But Hard Candy Christmas, and what a great season for it. <clears throat> What a gorgeous song. It is an absolutely gorgeous song and has, uh, I, I love how it fits into the storytelling of this musical. And all those years that I love the song out of context, it's so nice to see it in context and understand, you know, how it fits into this play. Um, so, yeah, it's been really fun. And uh, the, the, the cast does a beautiful job singing it. I actually don't even join in. Uh, I sing a little bit backstage just to kind of pump up the volume. But um, oh, but you, well, but you come on to stage. You do come on to the stage. I felt like you were in oh, it. I come on to the stage. Yes, absolutely. I do. I do. And that's when we're sort of saying goodbye. Yeah. And between you and then because it's, you're a great singer, and then your backup you have is, um, for Miss Jewel, is Cynthia Carter from yeah. Black Ensemble, who has a wonderful voice, oh, yeah. too. So this is, oh, actually yeah. a, this is actually a great cast. Now, how long is this playing till? We're uh, open till January 29th. Oh, okay, uh, so good. We're going all the way through the month of January, because we have a nice big break around the Christmas holiday. 
Uh, but we will be doing a New Year's Eve show, so that's, oh, that's going to be, be fun. Right, well, that, for a whorehouse, yeah. that'll be a great <laughs> night, imagine, right? It'll really be the best little yeah. whorehouse. So, yeah, there are no performances December 22nd, so that would start this Thursday through the 25th. Well, you are entitled to a little holiday. Right. And also New Year's Day, there won't be one. But as you say, through January 29th, Thursdays through Saturdays, and on Sundays. And and by the way, you can have, people have, always have to remind them at Theo Bouquet, you can have dinner there. I know Al had the dinner ahead of time. It was barbecue chicken and cast members are your servers. So uh, the server at, uh, at our table was Caitlin, who's in the show. I love Caitlin. Yeah. Yes. And, and it's, it's, it's nice. Theo offers the actors the opportunity to serve before a show if they wish to make a little extra cash. And uh, so it's really nice for actors who want to just kind of bring in a little extra money, especially around the holidays. Yeah. So that's been nice. And it's kind of fun, I think, for the audience to meet the actors before they're in costume and up in front of them doing their thing, you know. I thought it was a little much, though. Al, during the middle of one of Caitlin's numbers, looked at her and said, I need more coffee. So I I don't know about Maybe that was not a... No, I'm just kidding. Al didn't do that. Al would never do that. I want to thank you for coming on the show. And we're at that halfway mark. But I do want to wish you a wonderful holiday. And I will definitely be seeing it. So I will definitely see you then. And Ann Sheridan Smith, I did see it. And I love you. And you're fantastic. And people can get tickets at Theo hyphen you dot com theo hyphen you or calling the box office at 773-939-4101 you don't want to miss and sheridan smith in the role of miss mona thank you for joining us merry christmas to you merry thank christmas you. have a good yes, one merry christmas thank you Ann. okay and we're ready for a break right so i'm leaving it to the other paul to put us on a break some paul has to <laughs> want to buy a watch when i think of watches I think Howard Frum. Since 1976, Howard has been the watch guy in Chicago. Top quality brands, including vintage Rolex, sales, service. It all awaits you at 5 South Wabash. Just call 312-332-5999. www.howardfrum.com Not just quality watches. Diamonds and other gems are available as well as repairs. Howard has been my guy for a long time. Let him be yours, too. Busy at work? Busy with kids? Have no time to cook? Or maybe you're tired of planning different meals for each family member. Tired of expensive delivery companies that require membership? The answer is here. The answer is Meal Village. Meal Village, Chicagoland's fresh and local meal delivery service, delivers ready-to-eat meals direct from their local cloud kitchen to your home. Heat and eat in three minutes. Meal Village cooks prepared meals from scratch and delivers to over 80 communities around Chicago. There's something for everyone. Entrees, kids' meals, soups, salads, desserts, and even breakfasts. It's easy to order. From their website, www.mealvillage.com, by downloading the Meal Village app to your mobile device, or if you prefer, call 1-888-610-2232. Their friendly and local customer service reps will guide you through placing your order. Meal Village. Fresh. Local. Delivered. Winter's coming, and with winter comes the perfect time for rodents and spiders and other crawling insects to invade your warm home. 
searching for shelter for the winter. Nothing is worse than an unknown visitor taking your holiday treats or potentially spreading harmful bacteria and diseases to your family. Want to keep the pest free and stress free all year long? Point Pest Control is now offering 30% off for any of their plans. Just use ATTC30. You'll get 30% off when you call 847-637-0326 or visit their website at point, P-O-I-N-T-E, pestcontrol.net. You'll love what you buy even more when you save. Hi, it's Will for Darwin, Chicagoland's largest furniture and mattress store with the lowest prices on living room, dining room, bedroom furniture and mattresses. Live your best life when you buy better at Darwin. We all know Jake on the State Farm commercials. You know, the young man in the red knit shirt and khaki pants. Have you ever seen him? Well, in reality, Jake is any agent for State Farm. They care about you and your family. Their job is to find the best program for your car, home, and life. They are all Jake, and my Jake is Dan De La Cruz, with offices in Villa Park at 100 East Roosevelt Road, 630-516-0092, and 7900 North Milwaukee Avenue in Niles, 847-324-9595. I have watched Dan grow his agency over the years, and in my opinion, he's the true representation of State Farm's Jake. If you need someone to look at your coverage, show you the best program that dollar for dollar will do what's best for your family, call my Jake, Dan Little Cruz at 630-516-0092 or 847-324-9595. Like a good neighbor... And the La Cruz is there. Love what you buy even more when you save. Hi, I'm Will Harris for Darwin, Chicagoland's largest furniture and mattress store. We've proudly been part of this community for over 100 years, and we have it all. Living room, dining room, bedroom furniture, mattresses, area rugs, and much more. We have over 55,000 items in stock and ready to roll. With the lowest prices on quality brands, buy better at Darwin Furniture and Mattress. This is Paul Lisnick, and you are listening to Around the Town Chicago. Unbelievable. Is that live or memorex? Is that live? Wait, wait a minute. Does anybody know? Is that live or is that memorex? Give them, to, give them a free dinner if they can figure that out. It's well, fun. I listen every week, and I have to turn around every time I hear my voice going, am I there? Where am I? Where am I? Where am I? Now, do they do something different in the keyboards for your voice and stuff to make it different when you're on TV and stuff? Oh, well, we don't. I do everything live. So, every- so they wouldn't they wouldn't play me in the keyboards or because it was I'm, if I'm there I just so there's uh, just no way it. you can give me that richer voice no I mean I'm just <laughs> up just, down on off that's it's, 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 you're not a miracle worker Paul <laughs> no I can't put like filters on you, you, know, to, you know. well you could <laughs> you know and after the fact I could not live <laughs> at least yeah. on the TV show when we were doing it in the studio they can smear Vaseline on the lens and take off ten years <laughs> well what Al told me to do is I put Vaseline over my television set so that. <laughs> 
problem is it's still there when I move on to the, you know, to watch the next Netflix Netflix show or something. Welcome back to Around the Town Chicago. Of course, Al's not here. He's in 65 degree weather in Israel. And I promise I'm not Al. This is Paul listening. So it's Paul's here. So this is the great author. Actually, on my desk are two of his books. That's so nice. Isn't it nice? You get to come in, assume. Who, who bought the hardback book? You know? I, I don't know, but I, <laughs> I assume treason. That one for best mystery, by the way, of 2021. And uh, the first one is Assume Guilt. It's all about crooked Illinois politicians. Which is not hard. I mean, I'm surprised. It's fiction. The, Supposedly it's fiction. I'm surprised the book isn't thicker. Yeah, I gave a copy to Pritzker once, and I said, I promise you, I finished it before you took office. <laughs> he said, oh, it's about Bogoyevich. <laughs> I mean, look at the people that are always up in corruption. Look at, but we won't talk that. We can't talk. Okay. <laughs> so, no, because I'm, 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 I've got bugs. Uh, he's got bugs all over. We're bugged everywhere. Even the <laughs> studio's bugged. So we have our guest. It's that time of the month. Um, do we, uh, are, is um, Dan on? Oh, so I want to introduce Dan Seymour from What's Bugging You from Point Pest Control. Dan, how are you doing? Good, gentlemen. Good. How are you today? Very good. This is going to be fun for me because I listen to you whenever you're on. And today, Frank said, go ahead. You can ask him questions. Yeah, I'd love to hear what you have. Um, I was going to talk about rats, but do you have any questions before oh, we start yeah. talking about that? There's plenty of rats. we got plenty of rats. Oh, please. I, I, got, I remember I live in Chicago, so we're the what? The rattiest city in the in, around? You know what I did the other day? I was walking Dr. the dogs. Frank, you're right. I was walking the dogs the other day, and I, it was dark at night, and I it was dead, but I stepped on one on my... Oh, oh I, I was leaving one theater over in Rogers Park and walking to my car. Three ran across. They look cute when they're young, but that's about <laughs> yeah. it. What can you tell us about rats and what we can do? So, specifically, the rats you guys are seeing around there are called Norway or brown rats, mm-hmm. the ground-dwelling rats. And they're originally from the plains of Mongolia and Indochina. They came a long way. Um, yeah, they swam a hundred. lot. Yeah, it's a lot of swimming. Luckily, they caught a boat to get over here. Oh, so okay. they didn't catch a boat. <laughs> they didn't have to swim. So. Um, and actually, you know, you guys are talking about feeling like you're the rattiest city. And I don't mean politicians, but you have about 60,000 complaints a year to 311 for rats in sure. Chicagoland. Uh, the next closest is New York. And they have about 25,000 complaints a year. And their population's, you know, 8.4 million. And Chicago lands about 2.7 million. So as you can see, person per rat, you guys are the kings of the rat-infested cities. Which is surprising because I lived in New York City. And I remember yeah. one day I was on the D train coming from the Bronx. And, and there was a big rainstorm, so it flooded the tunnel. So the train stopped, and we had to get off. And when you look into the water on the tracks, there were all these rats swimming Mm. in the water. So it's like, I can't believe that... We have more rats than New York. You know, Dan, is there, like, I have a bunch of these boxes around my yard and stuff, and yet I have a neighbor two doors down. I, you can just see their rat holes everywhere in his world. And he had somebody come out and install, like, a mesh, this mesh. And then the guy said, this is what will keep them out. He puts it under the ground or something. Have you heard of that mesh concept? So what you can do is you can stuff holes with a copper mesh. Huh. Um, and that does sort of, it, it deters them, but just so you guys have an understanding, uh, you know, rats need to, um, gnaw their teeth down all the time or they'll turn into like a saber toothed tiger. Like their teeth will just overgrow their mouth. So they've been known to 
chew through a garage door oh, to get in to get some like pet food in a garage, and they can chew through up to five inches of concrete from like an old abandoned pipe up into somebody's floor through five inches of concrete. So, really? so mesh is not a thing, ball. You really got to stop. So let's say you have one rat burrow in your yard, and you're standing on top of it. There's 25 rats beneath your feet right there. Okay, so if that person has multiple burrows. That means they've got 25 rats in every one of those softball diameter size holes that you see in that guy's yard. What so, you guys, so what do you guys do besides, again, um, uh, you know, you put these boxes, we have the boxes, and we have to, you know, there are traps in there. Is that ju- is that the best way to, to treat it? So it, it's, it's a two-part thing, okay? So, you know, calls for rats are up 30% since 2019 and, you know, early 20 when everybody had closed all the restaurants down because – with all the restaurants closing down, the rats didn't have a good food source in the trash dumpsters, so they moved into the urban areas, people's homes. And that's why you're seeing a lot of that at your neighbor's houses. Just one neighbor allowing rats to, to be you know, living in their yard like that or, or even having a trash can that's open and they have access to food can affect 10 homes in both directions, just so you know. Oh, my God. travel free Three football fields, they'll travel to find food and, and water. But they don't, do they so, come into your house? Like uh, many years ago, I owned a home and I apparently had a mouse in the house because I had a, a candy drawer and inside it was a bag of chocolates and it had been gnawed open. And I, I, I thought, I, why did my cleaning lady gnaw open a bag of chocolates? And somebody <laughs> said, no, you have a mouse. So my, my answer was I sold the house. Uh, the, I gave it to the, to the mouse. But rats, they, they don't do that, do they? Do they? Will you find them gnawing your, your chocolate covered raisins? So if, if they have a if they have a quiet enough space, if they are left alone, again, they're shy. They're not curious like mice. So they don't want to be seen like that. What happens is they will, like in restaurants, they will get up on, when, when the restaurant closes, or even at your house, up on the kitchen counter and things. And they're known to carry, of course, you all know that they carry a bubonic plague and it killed all the people and everybody knows that. But they also carry salmonella and other things. They can give you food poisoning. So, yes, they can be in your house. Um, you just won't see them because they're a lot smarter than mice, and they tend to be more incognito. They're going to try to hide. I saw one with sunglasses the other day. I did not recognize him. I am shocked because the bad thing is, okay, I have a neighbor three doors down who raises pigeons. And last count, he has 25 pigeons. And they they he has them flying in formation. They can do everything with his whistle. Well, guess what? Rats come from all the food that he has from these um, from these pigeons and I've been tempted right. to call 311 but instead I just called a pest control company and they put the boxes all over yeah. just in case but also I have three right. cats so I'm thinking that's what keeps my mice and rat yeah, problem I, down I think Dan that does help right the neighborhoods because we've had feral there are programs you know and I know some neighbors have had feral cats that roam around all the time that does seem to work some so so since you guys know about that, uh, basically it's it's typically a female cat. They're the more they're the ones that don't typically tend to be lazy. So a female is very good at catching roses. So they'll have female cats do that kind of a, a thing. Uh-huh. But again, rats a female rat can have up to 250 babies a year, <laughs> and she can mate up to 50 times in one day. She's so active. The thing is, is a couple of she's she's quite active. She doesn't need the blue pill. So you know. So they, they're multiplying faster than a feral cat can get them all. That, that kind of goes problem. along with our last interview, the best little whorehouse in Texas, it sounds. <laughs> I am wow. I feel jealous now. <laughs> I don't have it that often. But you know what? We're running out of time. 
Um, oh. I want to thank you for coming on, Dan. I do want to wish you a very Merry Christmas and a very Happy Hanukkah and a wonderful New Year. And we will see you in the New Year. Thank you, gentlemen. Happy holidays, and thank you for having me on. Okay. So this is Dan Seymour from Point Pest Control. His phone number is 847-637-0326. And remember, if you use that special code ATTC30, you get 30% off. So don't forget. Thank you, Dan. Thank you, Dan. Okay, so I thought putting a sign up it might said no rats welcome, and I thought that would that just done no you good. You know, between the rats and the politicians and the rats in the city, <laughs> there's a lot. We just got a lot of them here. Well, you know what, Frank? We've got Eduardo was calling oh. from uh, Southwest Side. Uh, Eduardo, uh, Eduardo, how are you? What can we do for you? Hey, Feliz Navidad! Feliz Navidad! Feliz Navidad. Yeah, that's good that uh, you you're uh, helping out Frank here. Uh, yeah, Alan deserves a vacation. Everybody needs to. I just got one up uh, this past week, and I got it back. Somebody up until the rest of the month, the uh, last two weeks. So, this is his first vacation in fifteen years. So, and I have a feeling yeah. he's listening from Israel. I don't know why. Uh, I think he's listening he's on, in. Somehow he's on Facebook. Somehow. Live. <laughs> what can we do for hey, you, Eduardo? Hey, uh, with a hunk, uncle, um, just a couple things here. Uh, uncle Julio's yesterday because the uh, oh, yeah. co-workers decided uh, on that. Uh, so we went to Orland Park. So we had a nice uh, brunch yesterday. And uh, even when I got home, I was still, like, eating. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I thought I was full. Uncle Julio's uh, is great. Yeah. I love that's Uncle Julio's. Is that the, that's the one, it's, yeah, it's, is that, is that that's the one, one on North, North Avenue? Avenue? Yeah. Is that's, that where you went, Eduardo, North yeah, Avenue? there's one in Olin Park. There's oh. one in uh, Oak Brook, next to the Dick's Sporting Goods. Oh, I didn't know there was a chain. I just thought we were the only ones. That's what I thought. So, Oh, that's great. Yeah. Oh, that's, All right. And yeah, did you have, you had something else you were going to mention? Uh, one more thing I wanted to ask you. Uh, American Blues Theater, uh, next Saturday, I'm going to be out all day because, you know, the next day is Christmas and everything will be closed. So I'm going to be out all day Saturday. And one of the things I want to do is um, the uh, It's a Wonderful Life at the American Blues Theater. I don't know anybody. What do you guys think about that? We talked about that because Al used to always play Santa Claus at American Blues Theater. And this year he couldn't couldn't do it because he's going to Israel. So he's missing it. But right. During COVID on 2020, they ended up filming that final scene because it was done through Zoom at my house on Christmas Eve. So Al did his Santa Claus routine uh, for American Blues, but they've been doing it for years. I mean, that is just one of the standards when it comes to the holiday season in Chicago, and they do such a wonderful job. And the director of that, oh, I'm going to, Michael Mal. Mahler. Michael Mahler. Michael Mahler. 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 Great, yeah. That. He's a Northwestern grad. So I adopted him once. Did you really? Yeah, he was doing a show. We got to adopt an actor, so I, I adopted him, uh, hoping he'd eventually make me very wealthy. I remember when he graduated from Northwestern, they do a show every year, the senior class. And I actually went to that show, and I said, that guy's going to go somewhere. He's got incredible. Do you know he's got credits, uh, writing credits for Miss Saigon? I was surprised with the revival of Miss, yeah, Saigon. Miss Saigon. I yeah. saw his name on yeah. there. So. And lots of other shows that people people see. Uh, October in Heaven or October, it was, it was a movie. Yeah, he's done incredible stuff. Yeah, what a he, talent. Yeah. So, we, you know, Chicago has a lot of talent. So. Yeah. But well, thanks, we, Eduardo. But thanks, Eduardo. I uh, hope you have a yeah, wonderful holiday. Yeah. yeah. Feliz Navidad. Yeah, thanks for calling in. Everyone. Thank you. Yeah. So uh, speaking of restaurants, Frank, you and I got to enjoy with Al a fabulous uh, evening at AO Hawaiian Hideout on Wabash. Now, who would know that there's an Hawaiian restaurant in Chicago? Mahalo. I actually was I was I was thinking Hawaiian food. Basically, when I went to Hawaii is always a luau. Yeah. 
this was no luau. No. But <laughs> well, it's the Asian it's, it's food the Asian influence. influence. So we kicked off. We had egg rolls. Uh, I loved the sushi. You didn't want it because you thought that you don't like raw I ate fish. like a 12-year-old is the problem. Right. I ate like a 12-year-old. And I love sushi, but their sushi was all cooked. And so it was shrimp and, and I tried it. crab. I tried it. Yes, you did try yeah. it. Okay. But, yeah, we. I know you wanted the sampler teaser. Because right. he, wants, he says that's how he judges a restaurant because of the egg rolls. But there, we had lava shrimp, which was wonderful. The sesame chicken was excellent. Um, but Fried I, rice? They had everything in see, there. Everything I go to is I love fried rice. Yeah. And it's always combination fried rice. Theirs they call deluxe fried rice. It had the biggest shrimps that you can see in fried rice. It was wonderful. And then, of course, the real heat came. You had the beef platter, didn't you? I did. The egg on top? Well, it was like the... Yeah, well, that was... Yes, the egg was on the beef, but then we also got that uh, sort of a steak. Oh, the, oh yeah, the, the steaks, yeah, which was very good. But the beef me gorn, that was the one with the egg on top. That was spicy. And, and I, lo- I love a good frozen drink. I mean, Al does his old fashions and the stuff he likes. I love just a frozen... Again, I eat like a 12-year-old, so I drink, I guess, like an 18-year-old. But I had a frozen drink. Uh, does anybody know what the name of this frozen drink of his was? <laughs> it's really a weird name for a drink. But it was good. So um, Kind of like a pina colada almost in its, in its taste. So it was, it was good. Like, yeah. Yeah, it was, it was really good. So that, that restaurant's at 1315 South Wabash. You wouldn't even think there would be a restaurant, uh, you know, t- right see, there, but there was. You live in the city. Yeah. And I hardly go down to that area. I still remember it as Congress Parkway. So the last time I went there, it was still Congress Parkway <laughs> when I went to the auditorium. Yeah. I was shocked how everything has changed because they just opened it up that week then, the new overpass that goes into it. Right. And so. That's right. And then you have part of that now is Ida B. Wells Drive and all of that. But uh, the parking, I pulled right in front of the restaurant. I thought it was, it's like you see in a movie where somebody pulls in front of a restaurant and you don't buy it for a minute. I thought, this is open. It has to be, I'm going to get towed. There's something wrong. But I pulled up in front. You parked very close by. So even though it's on the street park, it was free. There were no meters over. I, I shouldn't say that too loud because they'll put meters. No, because actually, I think I parked in a metered spot but forgot to pay the meter. Oh, so you did have a meter. Oh. Did you have a nice ticket waiting for you? No. So I felt really good because I was nervous when he told me, oh, yeah, freeze on the other side. I'm going, oh, damn. I that was, but it was, re- it was really good. We got another caller uh, oh, who wants we? to chat with us. Debbie from Old Town. Debbie, pop into the uh, fudge shop down there. I think you'll see my picture on the wall. They just put it up. But how are you? Hey, guys. I'm great. Thank you. And I just wanted to share. It's funny because Eduardo was calling to ask about It's a Wonderful Life. And thanks to you guys, we saw it on Friday night. Oh, great. And it was from the moment you walk in till the moment you leave. It's it's just pure joy. It was... It was audience participation. Yes. The, the cast was amazing. Their singing is just unbelievable. And the good news is next year they're going to have their own theater. Right. So that's why they were originally using the greenhouse, and then they moved now to the other theater that you went to. And now Chopin. they're going to... It's Chopin. It's Chopin. Now they're going to open up their own. So, And Chopin has easy so parking. It, Most people don't realize that the church parking lot. Yeah. Yeah. We parked on the street for free. It was just wonderful. We lived three blocks away, but oh. it was too cold to walk. <laughs> well, you know, You're my kind of person, Debbie. I can tell you that. And around the corner from there is a great Japanese restaurant. Um, we went in there. Just Al one day met me there, and we had some of their food. It was absolutely wonderful, and they had really good egg rolls. So, um, And that's right around the corner. So it's in a great area. So great. It's in a great area, but... 
but the actual event was absolutely brilliant. I mean, my husband, my husband kept wondering, is this a real broadcast? (laughs) It looks like a real radio station. I mean, people are thinking the same thing right now about me and Frank. Is this real? Is this real or is this? Are these guys really doing this? Memorex. Memorex. We we show our age when we use that word Memorex. (laughs) Hey, I I own it proudly. I love it. Um, Debbie, thank you. And have a Merry Christmas. No, thank you for bringing such joy into our life that night. It was absolutely amazing, and it runs through the 23rd. So Great. I know. It's, it's, it ends this week. So. She knows the date. She should fill in for Elle next time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> thank you, Debbie. <laughs> thank you so I'm much. Available. I'm right. glad thank you liked you. it. And, you know, Frank, I was just thinking with our time, we should. there's so many things still to there's come still in this. So up, much, yeah. So if people, you know what, if you're worried about what to see, uh, there is so much that's going on, and it all ends December 31st or January 1st. So if your kids are in town from college, there is, I'm going to see Xmas Bingo, a Christmas Bingo. That's going to be, I'm okay. going, but I'm going on New Year's Eve as a tradition. They last, and so it's one of those fun shows to see. I'm going to do that. Dear Evan Hansen, did you end up seeing that? Well, I, I did, and I'm taking my kids on the 27th when they come in from, from college, where I'm taking them to see it. Now, my son has seen it. My daughter has not, but uh, it is an amazing show for, for teenagers as well. Show. It's not quite a Christmas show. No, no, not at all. show. But the music is incredible, and the cast is wonderful. Yes. And then, uh, did you see Elf the Musical at Marriott? I, well, that's far from me. Oh, that's right. <laughs> he, does, he has this radius that he stays in. I've got that. If it's about 12, 12 minutes away from WGN, I'm done. That's it. But I can't go. Till de- so December 31st, Elf the Musical is at Drury Lane. Great cast, great show, great music in that. Second City has the best of the holidays. Um, that's yeah, they've got What the December. Elf. I have seen that. The uh, their, see their that holiday show. It's great fun. Uh, yeah, all the shows at Second City. I always enjoy. And, you know, there's bar food there, meaning you can get, you know, sliders and food. And it's really good food, too. So I spilled a Coke all over the place. and. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. And there's the alcohol in there. Now, there is one show that I didn't see. I told Al, we can find somebody else to see it. So Julia went to see Buttcracker, the burlesque <laughs> musical. Yeah. And that was at the Greenhouse Theater. That's playing until December 31st. But you and I, this week, will be at the same show. We're going to see Cirque Dreams Holidays, D-A-Z-E, Holidays at the I'm, Auditorium. It's I'm like Thursday. So. Thursday night. And by the way, there's only six shows for this. Uh, the 22nd, uh, th- that's a Thursday through the Saturday. They're going to get six shows in uh, yes. on that. And... Um, but yeah, it's kind of like a. I get well. It's called Cirque Dream, so I think it's going to. be, I've seen some footage of it, but it's this Cirque looks, Acrobatics and all the Cirque du Soleil and they've stuff. They've got the stage for it. I mean, that's a huge. You know, people huge don't realize stage. that's one of the largest auditoriums outside of the Lyric Opera in Chicago. Is Four thousand seats, and but for that, people can get tickets at auditoriumtheater dot org and theater spelled the proper British way. T R E. Love that. Auditoriumtheater. My old show is proper British way, not English. <laughs> exactly. Holiday dreams, holidays. If you happen to come on Thursday night. Uh, look for Frank and me. We'll be yeah, there. Look for us. We'll say hi. We'll wish you all a happy holiday. Yeah. Frank um, will be hanging around the bar. I'll uh, be hanging around the candy stand. If you want to go to Drury Lane, uh, there's Elf the Musical, and then there's if you go to Northlight, of course there's the two shows, White Christmas in one theater, and in their other theater they have Christmas at Pemberley. Nice. You didn't see that one, did I you? I did not. So that's no. under the Jane Austen uh, series, but you don't have to know the series to enjoy this. So it's basically uh, early 1800s, um, and they, the accents were perfect British. 
really great show. The entire cast was wonderful. And um, plenty of parking. I love that theater. Music theater works. And, and all that goes on at that uh, facility at the uh, corner of what, the Golf the, and Skokie Boulevard. Right across from Old Arch. Yeah, plenty so. of parking. Easy parking. And I got there really easy the other day. And then, of course, if you go to Center on Halstead... Um, Golden Girls, the lost episode, and this is their holiday special. They're so good. This is done by Hell in a Handbag. I forgot one of the characters in my review, Sophia. And of course, Sophia. How do you forget I'm, Sophia? I, She's the classic. Do you know why? She didn't do any Sicilian jokes. Remember uh, in, the, in, the, in the TV show, she was always saying, back in Sicily. Right. They didn't do it. Or she would say Sicily, 1932. Those are the two things. And none of that was in this show. So that's probably why I forgot to. But I do apologize. (laughs) But you know what? Sophia was wonderful. The entire cast. I love whatever they did. David Serta, I think, started that years ago. It's just, yeah, it's it's, it's great campy humor. Very campy humor. They're celebrating their 20th anniversary this year. Wow. And so he's been around for a long time. So it's he does great work. And but it's, it's also Hanukkah. You got something for Hanukkah we can go see? There's two Hanukkah shows I got to talk about. One is if you have children, get to the Edge Off Broadway, which is in Chicago, Straw Dog uh, Theaters. It's called Herschel and the Hanukkah Goblin. <laughs> it's a one hour show designed for kids. But you know what? As an adult, I really enjoyed the entire hour that's there. Uh, the nice thing about Straw Dog Theater, it's, it's a pay-as-you-go theater, so oh. you, you pay what you want. Okay. So um, Now, is that the one where they, I think they ask for at least $10? They want it to be at least $10? Yeah. But, but, but where can you see theater for $10? Where you And actually, good theater. Yeah. So it has some music to it. It has a lot of puppetry, and it's a wonderful show about Hanukkah and the seven days. Um, it, you could actually learn something from it. Uh, that's playing until January 1st. The other one is the Hanukkah Comedy Show, and that's at Annoyance Theater, which is at 851 Belmont in Chicago. Okay, this is basically one hour. It's uh, wild stories on Jewish customs. <laughs> they say it's not quite for children, but you can still bring children. Well, I know to the Annoyance it. Theater, so yeah, that's so uh, yeah, that's pretty be, funny stuff. Kind of careful what you bring with children, and that's playing um, actually. Tonight's their last night at 7 p.m. So if you if you want to do something, because tonight's, does Hanukkah start of tonight or tomorrow? No, it starts t- tonight at sundown. So it's tonight at sundown. Right. Did you make me some latkes? Uh, no. Uh, <laughs> I made you something even You better. did. I know. It's a, it's a salmon, thing, which, which is wonderful. It's just Hanukkah's, Hanukkah's latkes. But I took this salmon and I actually um, turned it into latkes. I salted it, the whole thing, and then I did a honey glaze and I put it a cold smoker. Looks wonderful. And then you mix that with the cream cheese and all and even the herbs, the chives are organic from a friend's garden. So I love it. It's as healthy as you can get. So next week people will get to listen to you and Al do a best of. The best of. Uh, hard to believe we actually found, I thought we were going to do it more of a comedy routine but actually it's going to be some of our better guests who came on and talked. So, so I will not be one of them then. It will not, clearly <laughs> no. I will not be one of those Heidi past Kennedy interviews. will be one. No, She's spoiler good. alert, you are one of them. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Yes. I didn't think you were going to tell me. Wow. No, no. I got to let Paul's go. Oh, that is so nice of you. That is really sweet. So I'm guessing Al will be back once he creates peace in the Middle East. January 1st, Al will be back. With time. Paul, thanks for coming on the show. Happy Hanukkah. Merry Christmas to you and to everybody. And Paul and Devin, thank you guys. 
The preceding program, Around the Town Chicago, has been sponsored by Alan Breslov, and to the extent applicable, their guests. The views and opinions expressed therein do not necessarily reflect those of News Web Radio Company or its management.